All right, let's go. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the podcast, The Story Is, and I'm your host, Sam Logan. What this show is, is a story of, sometimes from the past, sometimes from the present, and sometimes of the personal variety. Now, the reason why I started this podcast is, I blame Casey Neistat. He is a YouTube personality uh, that is just fascinating to watch. His enthusiasm is infectious. And when you watch him as he explains products or he shows what he's doing with his new production company, 368, it makes you want to do things. And so it. on top of that, he started a podcast and part of it, in his podcast, he talked about one of the apps he uses is the Anchor app, how it has everything you need to do a podcast. And that's all I needed to hear. It was easy. All you needed was a phone. I was in. And so I did that. And here I am. So, well, now this show will not just be me. The goal is to hopefully have some guests and co-hosts along the way and we're going to be covering some stories and they're going to bring their stories as well the story that I'm bringing to you today is actually from the past the story is not what it first sounds like in 1806 the story is told that Andrew Jackson and Charles Dickinson, not Charles Dickens, the novel writer, are political rivals. And Dickinson says these horrible, libelous things about Andrew Jackson's wife, Rachel, in the newspaper. And they have a duel. And Jackson kills Dickinson in the duel. The only problem is, what if I told you that the story actually has to do with horse racing? Our story actually begins the year before, in 1805. Andrew Jackson and Joseph Irwin are horse breeders and horse racers. So they agree to have a horse race. But before the race can even take place, Joseph Irwin's horse comes up lame. He can't race the horse. So Jackson, as agreed upon, has Irwin pay a penalty for the horse coming up lame. Well, Irwin wasn't wild about doing that, but eventually did pay the fee. Now, this reluctance was heard about by one of Jackson's friends, and one of Jackson's friends talks about the affair, and he thinks it's a terrible thing that Irwin uh, didn't immediately pay this penalty. Well, Joseph Irwin's son-in-law, 
just happens to be Mr. Charles Dickinson, who overhears Jackson's friend talking poorly about Irwin. And so he starts arguing with Jackson's friend. And so that causes Andrew Jackson to go in and argue with Dickinson. And they have a back and forth. They have arguments that go not only in the personal, but go out into the press as well. Dickinson ends up going into the newspaper and calling Andrew Jackson these terrible names. At some point during this argument, because this whole affair takes an entire year for us to get to the duel, at some point, yes, there is a instance where Dickinson also says terrible things about Jackson's wife, but he also apologizes for it, and Jackson says he accepts his apology. But their argument continues. They're back and forth until we have a duel. Now, they have to move over from their state from Tennessee to Kentucky because dueling wasn't allowed in that state. Now, the day of the duel, Jackson, knowing that Charles Dickinson is an expert marksman, wears this large overcoat to kind of hide his figure in this duel as they face off because they are in these classic, you know, dueling stances and almost profile pose in order to hide his, you know, physical shape so that Dickinson, when aiming at him, will have a harder time exactly hitting Jackson, let's say, if he specifically wants to hit him in the shoulder or in the the heart. He's going to have a harder time doing that because Jackson is wearing this large coat. Jackson also decides that he's going to let Dickinson shoot first so that he has time to aim and kill Dickinson. So the day of the duel comes. Jackson's in his large coat. And they square off and Dickinson shoots first. And he believes he's shot Jackson in the heart. But Jackson doesn't move. Dickinson exclaims, Oh my, have I missed? Jackson doesn't stumble. He stands right there. And Dickinson stands there too because he's obligated under the conditions of the duel. Jackson shoots Dickinson in the stomach. And Dickinson goes on to die from his injuries. Jackson was shot as well. Dickinson was a good marksman but missed Jackson's heart. But he was shot so close to his heart that, was it, that it was inoperable. So Jackson had to live with this bullet near his heart for the rest of his life, giving him health problems. Now to these allegations that Dickinson made of Andrew Jackson's wife, that she was an adulterer, that she was a bigamist, we would automatically sympathize with Jackson, thinking these are terrible allegations that Jackson should come to his wife's defense. Well, technically, Dickinson was right.
the allegations were actually true. Rachel Jackson was married to Andrew Jackson, was married to her previous husband when she married Andrew Jackson. Now, she didn't know this at the time. When she had left her husband, who people say he had a reputation of being mean and unpleasant and possibly violent and abusive. When she left him, it was her understanding that he was going to get the divorce. And her husband, in fact, petitioned for the divorce. But the court never granted it. So when Rachel married Andrew, she technically was legally a bigamist, but unknowingly. So when this finally was known, the court did grant the divorce because they considered Rachel to be committing adultery with her from her first husband by marrying Andrew Jackson. Now, I have to think this bothered her as she is described as a devout Presbyterian. And she probably was also very bothered by being maligned in the newspapers, if she was in fact maligned in the newspapers, but maligned by other people. She was described as someone who did battle with bouts of depression. And she would never, though she was Andrew Jackson's wife, would never be the, would not live to be the first lady as she died shortly after Andrew Jackson was elected to be president. She died of a heart attack. Now, why do I tell this story? Besides the fact that I like to tell this story. I think as it relates to today, is that stories require intellectual curiosity. I mean, for us to really know what went on, we have to know not only the headline, but the entire context of an event. When I first heard this story about Jackson's duel with Dickinson, I thought I knew the story, but I didn't. And too frequently, I think when we as individuals and consumers of the news settle for the headline, but don't get the whole story. Sometimes we like to get our stories from one place. And we think we know the story, just like I thought I knew the story, because I read it in one book. But when I looked at other sources, I found it was a completely different story. Next episode, the story is three white men are indicated in a murder. So why does Kevin Cooper 
a black man sit on death row for that murder.